Bill O'Reilly here, Monday, August 10th, 2020. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. The president giving out more money for COVID relief. New Zealand now pandemic-free for 100 days. Disney World tightens contagion regulations one month after reopening. New York's DA reduces felony charges against a man who's from Black Lives Matter and who assaulted a cop. Folks in the Big Apple buying guns in record numbers. Also ahead, how Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez hurt the folks. But first, President Trump issuing an executive order on pandemic relief after negotiations with Democrats failed. The new policy protects renters and homeowners from eviction, cuts payroll taxes for American workers. Economists predict the plan will save the average employee about $1,200 by the end of the year. Of course, the Democrats don't like the plan. New Zealand's Ministry of Health says the island nation has had no COVID infections for 100 days. There are now 23 active cases of the virus for a population of 5 million Kiwis. Just 22 people have died in New Zealand since the global pandemic began. New Zealand, of course, is a remote island nation. Disney World in Orlando imposing new rules to slow COVID, weak ticket sales, prompting the new restrictions. Visitors are now prohibited from eating and drinking while walking, and the attractions are set to close two hours earlier to give maintenance crews more time to clean. Admissions to Disney down 66% compared to last year. New York District Attorney Cyrus Vance dropping felony charges against a Black Lives Matter protester who assaulted a cop. 28-year-old Derek Ingram accused of intentionally using a bullhorn to deafen the officer. Vance also refusing to prosecute vandals who desecrated St. Patrick's Cathedral. Gun violence in Gotham has doubled since last year, someone tell Cy Vance. The number of New Yorkers purchasing legal firearms up 120% since June. The FBI running more than 50,000 background checks in the deep blue state of New York. First-time buyers say they need the weapons to protect themselves, which they do. In a moment, New York Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez hurts the folks. Right back with that. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, 
or text GOLD to 65532. Time now for the O'Reilly Update. Message of the day, stupidity on the far left. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is directly responsible for one of the most destructive actions in New York City history. The congresswoman from the Bronx is an ardent socialist who runs around spouting sympathy and support for the poor and working class. Because of her far-left posture, she has become a media darling. Wait a minute, can I use that word? If not, she's promoted constantly by the leftist press as a force for good. But it is just the opposite, at least where the folks are concerned. You may have heard New York Governor Andrew Cuomo last week almost begging affluent New Yorkers to return to the city. Cuomo is a smart guy who knows that Gotham and the entire state is on the verge of financial collapse because of COVID and the vicious violent crime wave that Cuomo himself enabled by signing the insane Nobel law. The governor did that to pander to the radical left, which has become a hobby of his. Rich New Yorkers and many businesses are fleeing the city, taking their considerable tax dollars with them. Many will not return, because who wants to live in a now dangerous place that has marginalized what was once the most effective police force in the nation? The socialist mayor de Blasio has destroyed the infrastructure of the world's premier financial center. It has been horrifying to watch. But back to Ms. Ocasio-Cortez. Throughout the pandemic, the Amazon company has prospered as Americans are ordering products from home. Amazon is expanding and hiring. While many Americans are out of a job, Amazon workers are getting paid and have security. You may remember back in 2018, Amazon wanted to build a plant in a working-class section of Queens. It was estimated that 40,000 jobs would eventually be associated with that plant, not to mention the huge financial benefits to the surrounding neighborhoods and small business. But Ocasio-Cortez, in all her righteous indignation, raised hell, saying New York City was giving Amazon too many tax breaks, which was absurd. Even de Blasio saw the economic benefit of the corporation coming to town. Tired of being attacked by the far left, Amazon killed the deal, knowing thousands of other municipalities would be thrilled to have the plant. Congresswoman Ocasio-Cortez then rhapsodized, quote, Today was the day a group of dedicated everyday New Yorkers and their neighbors defeated Amazon's corporate greed its worker exploitation, and the power of the richest man in the world, unquote. Of course, that would be CEO Jeff Bezos. Had Amazon come to New York City, analysts estimate more than $40 billion would be in the city's pocket right now. Instead, de Blasio and Cuomo both know bankruptcy looms. Ocasio-Cortez is either not smart enough to understand that or doesn't care. She is expected to be reelected in November. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve that message by actually writing it. For more news analysis, please visit BillOReilly.com, perhaps the hottest news website in the world. And while you're there, please join our Stand Up For Your Country campaign. It's a great situation. In a moment, something you might not know. 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. It's hard to believe, but the average American slept nine hours every night back in 1920. No TV, of course. When it comes to our bedtime habits a century later, the days of restful, uninterrupted slumber are mostly over. Today, the average American is awakened twice each night by machines. Biggest annoyances include smartphones, laptops, even streaming television services. According to Smithsonian Magazine, 60% of us find it difficult to rest. Most folks finally fall asleep around midnight. That number jumps to 2 a.m. for college kids and down at 10 p.m. for senior citizens. Experts say newborn babies should slumber 16 hours a day. That gradually reduces over time, with doctors urging all adults, including the elderly, to rest about seven hours each night. Anything less can damage the immune system, lead to obesity, increase the rate of diabetes, and you don't want that, and even cause dementia in later years. Drowsy driving, blamed for more than 1,500 deaths and 40,000 injuries every year. Now, according to the polls, stress plays a major factor in our lack of sleep. The top worry? Personal finance. If you are finding it tough to catch a full seven hours, maybe you want to take a quick nap during the day. Sleeping just 25 minutes increases brain function and overall health. And you'll be in good company. Famous nappers include Winston Churchill, Leonardo da Vinci, and Albert Einstein. Old Albert would sleep 10 hours per night and then take micro naps throughout the day. And here's something else you might not know. The sleep disorder industry generates major dollars. American consumers spent $52 billion last year. Top sellers include mattresses, noise-canceling headphones, and over-the-counter sleeping pills. But most important, What's keeping us up at night is largely avoidable. Doctors say refrain from using your gadgets at least an hour before bedtime. But again, 8 in 10 Americans between the ages of 16 and 60 sleep within arm's reach of their smartphone. Back after this. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you. 